chat. Oh, what it's like to be an ant. Those who ant. Those who ant. Hello. Welcome to Those Who Ant. My name is Aunt Pat. And uh, I'm Auntie Mags, and we're, uh, we're so happy to have you here today. I'm happy to be here, but it's uh, I'm feeling a little bit duressed, and um, I wanted to just bring it up and get it out in the open before we did anything else. Um, I just recently, have you heard the song recently, One Last, One Last Cry? Is that a song by Brian McKnight? Yeah. Have I heard it recently? I heard it for the first time in, I want to say, 22 years, but I don't know when it came out, so that might be wrong. Well, I mean, would we call it a slow jam from, it's a sad, it's sad. Why were you listening to Brian McKnight? Not, he's fantastic. Oh my God, it just came up and it came up at a really weird time. And I listened to the whole thing. And it's not really a slow jam in the sense that you could slow dance to it because you would be dancing by yourself because it's about one last trying, trying to do it. And you can't because that person's an asshole or something. You're thinking about Ron? Yeah. I keep calling it one last try and it's one last cry. I just realized that. Maybe you had both. Have you heard that lately? But you knew right away what song I was talking about. That's a heartbreaker. That's a really sad song. You know which one always gets me? Not the same. But uh, the ones I stop back at one. What's that? How's that go? One, you like a dream come true. Two, just want to be with you. I'm going to stop you there because this one's so much sadder because it's like, I'm going to let myself have one last cry and then I guess I won't feel in it anymore. Let me tell you something about you. Mm-hmm. You can have as many last cries as you want. No one's keeping track, least of all me. But I want to say one more thing. Ron is the son of a gun. He does not have my support. We'll try not to swear, but I'm going to mean it and say it. He's an asshole. He didn't deserve to be an uncle. You gave him that privilege. Mm-hmm. And I want you to know you can have as many last cries as you need, but you, you put, don't waste them on him. Cry happy. You're right. Okay. I'm putting it behind us because I don't want to make, I don't make things too weird because we do have... A friend here today. Well, we have a wonderful guest. Can I ask you one thing before we introduce our amazing guest? Yeah. I want to ask you, where were you when you were listening to this song? Were you in the shower? Yes or no? At the sink. I was just wetting my pits because I don't want to waste water. I was using dial antibacterial soap on my pits. Do you know that you can replace deodorant with soap? I was just, you know, patting it down and playing the Spotify, and that's when it came on. And I don't even know what, what algorithm got me there. I mean, I was playing sad songs, but some ups too. Well, was it like a sad radio? Was it, did you put on like Babyface radio? Well, that would be romantic, I think, oh, if anything. I should look for Babyface radio. I'm afraid I'm going to get put on a list when you search for something. You know, you put out a playlist and you end up on a list. I don't know. Is that how it works? I don't know. But listen, good for you for trying to conserve water. I don't know that soap and deodorant are always interchangeable, but good for you for trying your best. Oh. <sighs> Sorry to bring that energy in, but... You came in hot with something that really mattered to you, and so that's what we care about here. That's the, If you come in and you're like, listen, my heart is breaking, but I need to talk to you about it because you're my best friend, and this is where we talk about things, then that I, what, can, what am I going to fault you for? Nothing. I, I would just say to everyone listening, wherever you are, be careful of one last try. Nope, did it again. One last cry, Brian McKnight. You know what you're doing there? You're making it what you want. But with Ron, No. He took your CD tower. We just talked about this. He needed it, though, because now I got Spotify. Yeah. that Last week, we talked about this as a way of, like, looking towards the future. Remember I said, give that CD tower the finger while you watch it walk away in the rear view. Having a down week. But okay, I, I appreciate it, and we're going to move forward. If I know one woman who would cheer you up, it's Janet Jackson. You put the song Control on, you get back in front of that sink, and you go have control of your life. Yeah, that's good advice.
you feel up to, should we introduce our amazing guest? We got the best guest in the world right here. Absolutely. I can't wait for her to talk because her voice makes me think of like positivity and makes me think of sitting outside and drinking. I don't know. Oh my God. Yeah. She's known for her lemonade. Did you know that? I didn't know. Well, what are we dragging our feet for? Welcome, ladies, and probably mostly ladies, but whoever you are, welcome to the podcast. You Do you want to introduce yourself? You want to tell people what they can call you? Because we know what we call you, but we don't know what your nieces and nephews call you. Hey, thanks for having me. Super happy to be here. I've never been on a podcast before. I listen to them all the time, but I've never been on one. Uh, so this is Aunt Toots's debut on a podcast. So thanks, gals. You're welcome in the sense that because you said thank you and then that's an appropriate response, but you're also welcome here whenever you want. Don't say that or I'll show up all the time because you know what? I love to party. I love to be the party. I live to be the party. Let's have fun. Let's party. <laughs> I mean, could you think of someone more fun? This particular trio knows each other from uh, Marshall's meetup. Yeah. Oh my God. When I first uh, locked eyes with you, Toots, she had her hand on a mm -hmm. beach towel. You know, one of those long, big beach towels you could wrap three or four kids in? Mm -hmm. She had her hand holding onto one end of it. I yep. had grabbed onto the other. We both looked at each other like, Oh my God. Oh Are my. you kidding? Like, oh, what kind of crazy great taste do we both have? And like, <laughs> I wanted to give it to her. She wanted to give it to me. Uh, you know, it was a real friend off right there in the middle of the Marshalls. Turns out they oh. had tons of them. Of course they did. Of this was they when they tons. were still doing the Budweiser frogs. But you know what? I went back the following week. It wasn't there. There were none to be found. Is that well, that's right? That's why you got to go every day. Yeah. It's a treasure hunt. The, the phrase sometimes can be surprise and delight. And I will be a hot dog if Marshall's isn't the most clever use of that phrase. I also feel that way about Kohl's. We also all agree. TJ Maxx sells our home goods. We love it. Oh, I love a home goods. Right. You know, Kohl's, you know, it has its place though, for sure. And you know, people love the Kohl's, the Kohl's bucks, Kohl's dollars, Kohl's money, Kohl's cash. What is it? Kohl's coins? Am I wrong Kohl's in coins? saying Kohl's coins? I think it's Kohl's coins. It's cash. Let's call it Kohl's coins because it should be coins. Because they have so many deals. I don't know why they don't lean into Kohl's coins. Your coins go further. You don't need cash. You need coins when you, you go into change. What's, yeah. what, what, what do you got in your wallet? What's all the loose change you're juggling around? Change. We all love change and we want to get rid of change, but we want to keep our change too. I just want to say this too, because as we're talking about it, I'm looking at the two of you and I'm seeing the most eligible ladies that <laughs> I know of. And the fact that you can find surprise and delight. I wish when we go to Marshall's, I was surprised and delighted by meeting an eligible suitor there. That's the, that's the one thing you can find anything there except that. I, I was reading, uh, I don't know, the internet, and it, it said, if you want to meet your perfect person, mm -hmm. stay by the produce aisle in the grocery store. Toots, I don't know if you remember this. I classify myself as ansexual. I like what I like. It's, it could be, you know, it could be aunt, could be uncle. It could be somebody that doesn't have a name like that. And I don't know why I would need to go to the produce section when I'm spending a lot of my time at Marshall's. Even in the food section, that little one aisle, that little oh, yeah. half aisle where it's, where it's like, I'm going to get some Herb de Provence, like freaking fig jam from there. Yeah, yeah. Here's the thing. Sometimes I go in there and it's like, I don't know what I want, but when I see it, I'll know I want it. And I feel like that's sometimes how you approach, you know, your, your fun dating world. Is like, you know, when you see it, but you're not going to go in with any preconceived notions. Just like you go into a, sometimes it's like, I'm just on a treasure hunt. I'm going to see what I'm going to find today. In people, in clothes, in food stuffs, in home goods, in soft goods, hard goods, no. anything. How about greats? How about sometimes I want a little bad though too? <laughs> oh, I want a little bad sometimes. 
She went there. I'll go there. I don't care. I'll go there. Just think about this. Imagine this. This is a fantasy I've had a couple times recently. If I saw a gentleman in Marshalls and he was in the home goods kind of area there, not in a home goods, because I know that's separate, but in a, a home, the home stuffs. Yeah. And I saw him buying an actually good taste kind of decorative pillow, mm. considering it. That's actually something I think you could derive a lot of information. He has good taste. Yeah. He's into decoration. Not to paint with a broad brush here, but a lot of men will say, uh, a pillow, a decorative, or whatnot, a phrase on a pillow. What are we doing? <laughs> but if you saw someone like that, you might have a good idea. You know, I haven't seen that yet. I've been looking a little bit, you know. Yeah, I find, tell me if you guys agree with this, that a lot of the time when a gentleman or, you know, someone who identifies as male with like a questionable throw pillow, I'm thinking, does that have some sort of geometric pattern on it? And why? And when was your divorce? Hmm. You know what? Now that you say it out loud like that, that's a definite indicator of like, how long have you been on your own? Right, right. And we talked last week about how there should be a, a swimsuit section for ants. I'm willing to die in that hill. But w- don't you also think there should be like a divorced dad section? That's like, oh. you need this more than you know. Let us give you a hand. I think that would be very helpful. Well, I think there is a store like that, but it's one I don't care to go to that much. Which one is that, Tuts? Do you feel comfortable telling us which store? I'm, I'm sure I am. I hope I don't get in trouble from this place, though. But it's big lots. It's sad um, in regard to their furniture selection and their pillow selection. Now, listen, I, I, have, I, have, I don't want to go into too much detail, but I do want to tell you I have a history with big lots. Uh, I don't want to elaborate. But what I will say is I agree. There's so many brown couches. Sad brown couch store. And it's like, how long has that summer sausage and that cheese been in that container that you're selling right now at Christmas time? Mm-hmm. So if someone is going into like, say, Marshall's or Home Goods or TJ Maxx to look for homeware and housewares, right there, I'm like, okay, well, you're a little more put together than maybe I give you credit for. And you know what? That's on me to judge someone. But you know what? That's how my brain works sometimes. One time I... Uh... I bought perfume from a big lots and it turned out to be bubble bath. And the fact is it was my fault because I wasn't paying attention. I wasn't reading the whole thing, but I still feel like someone, you know, they need more staff there because it was in a section that I was misled to believe it was perfume. It had been misput down. Yeah. As someone with a retail history, I'm just going to say that wasn't properly zoned. It was no. not properly zoned. And no, that's not on you. Were you in a library? No, you're in a store. So you're not going to go read everything, right? That's not my job as a consumer no. to read no. everything. No, 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 no. It's not. It's the job of the person who's doing the back shop on that. Pat, I can't remember. You, you, did you ever work in a store? I worked in a TCBY. Well, the co- country's best yogurt? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's how I developed my allergy to fixins or toppings. Oh, God. Yeah, I can't eat toppings anymore because I ate so many there. The thing is, the, the yogurt you couldn't never have. But anything that spilled over the size of the toppings or the fixings, I could have as much of that oh. as I want. I can't have anything loose anymore. Can you eat a whole Oreo anymore? Let's say you, you're cleaning up and, you know, part of a Butterfinger goes in your mouth. Yeah. No, I have to either eat a whole, if I want an Oreo, I have to put the whole thing in my mouth, chew it myself, but I can't have pieces of it. I can't have pieces of candy. Oh I can't God. have nuts. I can't have gummy bears. If I wanted something gummy, I'd have to get a whole big thing and then slowly chew it. It's just a mental thing. You know, that's what my... Well, I haven't asked a doctor, but that's what I think that it is. What about a worm? Gummy. Yeah, I can't do that because they came that way in a whole worm. 
there's something going on, you know, and I can't have it. But yeah, I worked in two different TCBYs because the one closed because of sex stuff and the other one opened. Hold on. Because uh, I saw Toots's face change when I, at the same time, mine did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know, when those words are said, we got to d- address it in, in a caring, safe environment. Oh, What's, it, what happened there? Well, it wasn't that anyone got assaulted or harassed. I was closing. I was told it was okay that a couple of the people that are working there were going to go ahead and close up. And um, it turns out that people were having group sex there. Totally, you know, like everyone was consensual. It was very exciting. I, I guess my regret is that I never was asked to stick around, but that's something I'm probably working on on my own. Just why? Anyway, but uh, it closed down to a group sex that was happening there. And then um, I worked at a different one. Can I please ask a follow-up question? Please mm-hmm. do. Sometimes when people are telling you about like, I get hit on all the time. I hate it. Sometimes it's like, okay, yeah, but it is just an honor to get nominated. Maybe a controversial thing to say, but when you weren't invited into those orgies, uh, did that hurt your feelings a little bit? Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't think I've bounced back yet. How long ago was that? That was the summer and early fall of 1998. It just... You know, I don't know if it was a vibe I was getting off. That was the summer. I got a tick and I didn't know about it for a long time, but everyone saw it. It was on the back of my neck. And didn't say anything about it? No, no one mentioned it because they thought it was a mole. That's what they said. You know the difference. It's a bullseye. I worked at a day camp. You know what a tick looks like. And when it's buried in there, it's like, you know, they burrow. Mm-hmm. When you see a little tick, it has a little bullseye around it. Bright red. I'm pissed at them. I'd like their names after we're done with this. I'm going to make some calls. Oh. God love you. We had zones at TCBY. So we had uh, front, we had, you know, where the, where the customers were, that was mm-hmm. a, a zone. And then we had the zone of, of course, where we were. And then there was the zone that no one saw, you know, like the backstage or whatever you yeah. want to call that, where we kept yeah. all this stuff and stuff. So I, I, I appreciate it to us that you, I love you bring that lingo. I think that's something that's so fun when we have guests on to talk about the lingo, the zoning and, and yeah, Big Lots. I feel like Big Lots is one big zone and no one gives a hoot. Did you ever just walk back in the back at a Big Lots? Uh, did I ever go back into a Big Lots? Is that what you're asking? I did and I didn't, okay? I had to use the toilet. And um, I really didn't want to, but, you know, sometimes there are situations where you just have, you have to use it, like right now, or there's peligro, danger. And so I found one of the gals who worked at the Big Lots. I asked, you know, I'm sorry, but I really, you know, can I go? And she says to me, well, you know, we're not really supposed to let customers, but she could see that, you know, there was an urgency in my face, in my eyes. So yeah, I, I went back there and um, I did use the toilet. It was part of, um, there was a, a couple different kinds of sinks back there. I don't know if it was really properly zoned to be uh, a toilet, but the toilet was so close to the GD wall that part of my butt cheek was on the wall. And I couldn't, I couldn't not feel that. And I still, every time I go into a gall darn big lots, I feel like there's a cold wall on my butt cheek and I can't, I just have kind of a hard time going back uh, to big lots, but sometimes, you know, that's your only option. So uh, I went back there. I, I did what I had to do. Thank God. I, you know, everything was okay and everything, but uh, yeah, my butt cheek was on a wall that wasn't supposed to be at a big lots. And then I just, I got the heck out of there. I didn't know if anyone could tell that my butt cheek had been on there. I didn't know if, you know, 
I didn't know if it was a joke. I don't know if they moved the toilet, just for customers. Well, I, I mean, I don't know. I don't like my butt or the side of my legs or anything touching something that I can't control the cleanliness of. I don't know how you are. I can't, I got to put toilet paper on the seat. I normally do, but there was like, it was one of those situations. There just wasn't time. You know, like I was just happy to have my pants down by the time I got there. And then as, as everything was happening, I was like, oh golly, my butt is touching something that I think other people's butt cheeks have probably touched. Yeah. I, and then I just had, you know, you just have to shut down mentally just to like get through it. That's what I did. Did you go out of body on that? <sighs> probably, you know, maybe out of mind too. Cause right now, like I'm trying, I'm almost shutting down. I almost can't like not talk about it. You know how like you start, you go back, you regret, you regret, you regret, you regress. Mm, yeah. But I'm out of, I'm out of, yeah. What are three words that make you really happy? Nice. Nice. That was the next thing I was going to say, Toots, was please do, because I know that uh, Max and I do this, take us to your happy spot, take us to your nieces and nephews. Yeah, my nieces and my nephews are my happy spot. And guess what? Even if they have friends over, I'll be like, guess what? I'm your aunt now. You know, like you don't have a choice. I mean, I don't, you know what I mean? Like in a fun way, they don't have a choice. You oh, know, like I'm not getting like- fun way. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we're aunts, yeah. we're yeah. not monsters. No. Well, sometimes I'm a monster because guess what? If those kids don't calm down, I'll just sit on them. And they're like, oh, toots, don't sit on us. But then they'll act out. So then I sit on them because that's what they really want. They're like, no, no. But then, yeah, I sit on them. And then they, we all laugh and we're all giggling, wiggling. That's the thing that an aunt will provide- for you, which is giggles. We have talked about this at great length, which is what is our purpose? Why are we here as ants? What do we bring to the table? And one of the things we say is like, an ant is always the one that's going to get on a hands and knees on the floor and play with you. <laughs> we're going to laugh it up. We might cry a little bit, but then we're going to laugh through it. I don't think there's anything wrong with threatening them. I threaten, no. but if I didn't care what I threatened them, with Toots sitting on them and I'm threatening them with telling the secrets. Somebody, somebody told me the other day, there's a whole dark internet. There's a whole, there's a dark internet. It's dark. It's, you know how when you pull up the internet and the page, like the Google page looks light, I guess it's like dark. So when you pull it up, it's dark, the whole thing's dark and it's, uh, and you can get anything on there. So I've told kids, well, the older kids, I could plant heroin on you and then you'd go to jail. That's only to keep her away from the really bad stuff. We had to talk about it because you got to, sometimes you got to put her in line because we were talking last week, Toots, you don't know, she was stealing Femme Hyge. Oh no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, who's she stealing Femme Hyge from? She's getting her hands on it from the stores. She's getting, she's taking whatever's, you know, at home. I thought, you know, initially I thought, oh boy, she's bleeding like out the wazoo here. Yeah. And she, of course she's bleeding out the wazoo because that's what we're all doing most of the time. It feels like. Wazoo butt? Or is you, is it? I've always thought it was just bottom area. I thought the the connotation, denotation, connotation Mm -hmm. of wazoo was butt. Ah, that's what I always thought. So I'm saying if she's bleeding out the wazoo. God help her. Yeah. Well, how about Yazoo? Is that close? Is that do you remember that song? All I needed was the love you gave. That's a band called Yazoo that they changed it to Yaz, but that's who sings that. I was briefly on a birth control called Yaz, and it made me crazy. It made me so, 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 so crazy. 
So that's what I think of whenever I hear yes. And yes is like, oh, fun word. No, this BC was not fun. Oh, well, I'll tell you, yes makes me think of Taz and makes me think of the Tasmanian devil. And oh. it makes me think of a swimsuit that I had six years ago that was the Tasmanian devil. And I got so many compliments on it. And then I left it at a Hyatt. I called them and they said no one had reported it or turned it in. And I was like, well, someone ran off with my swimsuit. That's a hot commodity to find. It was so cute. Oh. My jaw almost hit the floor. And I want to hear, is it an ant-styled swimsuit? Well, yeah, because it's it may have been a full wetsuit. The arms are the arms of Taz. The legs are the legs of Taz. And the middle is the soft belly of Taz, you know? And then it had a hood that came up made of the same kind of neoprene material that was the head of Taz. But my face came out of his head. It was full coverage. It kept the bugs off me. It kept the chlorine out. I felt, I felt fun. The kids loved that they could climb on me. No more scratches in the pool. Anyway, that's my beef with Hyatt. I swear... To God, somebody's walking around with that wetsuit, a bathing suit, or whatever. There's no way in hell somebody let that gem sit there in a lost and found. They saw this, and you know how in a cartoon that maybe Bugs Bunny would be in, or maybe Taz, the, their little eyes turned to dollar signs, and they saw that, and they lit up. I try to, you know, be like as ethical and, and honest as I can be, but my God, if I saw that just lying around a Hyatt, I'd Taz it right out the door with that. If you told me right now, that you took that. Now, credit, I was at Myrtle Beach, so it'd be weird oh. if we were both at Myrtle Beach at the same time. Yeah, I've never. But I'll tell you what. I've never been there. I've never been that far south. Oh, my God. You have, you have to go. All right. Barefoot Landing, Broadway at the Beach, the Alabama Theater. Airbrushing. Airbrushing. Apache Pier, North Myrtle Beach, the Sea Watch. There's so many runaways there, and they have stories. They have so many stories. I met three runaways, and I told all three of them, because I did give them some money and they told me their story. I said, that's a novel. That's a novel. Uh, maybe instead of like a Marshall's meetup, we should take like a group vacay down there, you know, be like Joan Jett in the runways. But I know that you're talking about a different kind of runway, but here's the thing. If we chartered a bus, because I don't want to drive. That's 13 hours. Although it is fun when you go from North Carolina to South Carolina, you get to Carolwinds. You remember that amusement park? Oh, it's right on the border. What if I just dropped my pen? I got so excited about that. It's a, it's an amusement park. What you go in on one side. Yeah. Walking through. It's like, what, am I in North Carolina? Am I in South Carolina? You don't know. That's fun. It's fun that we have so many borders in this country. In some ways, good fences make good neighbors, but I'll tell you what right now. Maybe this is a good time to say, is there some sort of sponsorship, like an ant sponsorship, where if somebody's at the border and they're like an ant and they need an uncle to live with or another ant, I'm going to look, I'm going to write that down. Write down that because that would be, that's something that I, because I want to be more engaged. We bring more ants in. And I would say this. We could really lose some of the bad uncles. You know, yeah. we've talked about this. There's a lot of funkles out there. The fun, the uncles. Yeah. But what are they really doing? They get away with murder. Yeah. And I'm not saying we have to deport bad uncles, but it's not the worst idea because bringing in good ants. Give us your tired, your poor, your huddled ants yeah. yearning to breathe free. I'm not going to say we shouldn't let uncles in. I'm not going to say that. The same way you're not going to say that. We should be able to determine whether they're funkles or funts. Or buncles or bunts, yeah. you know, bad uncles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If now, you're, if you're turn, turn around if you're bad. There's the door. Don't let the door hit you or the good Lord split you. That's what I'd tell them and then get right the hell out of here. I'll fucking crack. A, and you know what? I'm sorry. That's where I, well, that's where I whip out the F and I try not to, you know. No the, problemo. There are some cases where I am not standing for that. Now, Toots, this brings up yeah. an interesting point. 
we, we're trying to reach a real, you know, wide audience of ants and ant adjacents and, you know, ant, ant, the ant curious. What is something that you might say to either a current ant or an aspiring ant? Like a, a piece of advice that maybe has served you. You've been an ant for a, a bit of time now. What advice would you have wanted before you became an ant? You're like, oh, I wish I'd known this before. This is a great question. Golly. You know, I would just say if you're going to be an ant, open your heart and just close the mouth for a little bit. Let the nieces and nephews be themselves. Let them shine. Don't put a bunch of projections on them like their folks do. You know, like they are the people that they've always been. You know, when you're born, you're that person and then you become more that person. You know what I'm saying? Let them become more of their own person. Let them become more of their own person. Let them do that. You're doing something right now, Toots, that's like the thesis of this whole thing, which is we are so full of love that it's like I couldn't imagine for one second not letting them be exactly who they are, not letting them grow into that person. I'm going to take this advice to heart, Toots, and I got to tell you why. I have been trying to change these kids. Well, but... There are some things that are okay to change though. Like I'm not saying these kids are perfect. No. And if they're doing something bad, you got to help them out. Yeah, I I suppose it's along those lines. And thank you both for letting me off the hook. I got to tell you that. But I I will say that I sometimes you get an idea in your head of what these kids are going to end up being. And then you start to just try to focus your energy on making them that person, you know? And so I think that I have to do a better job. And this is truly, Toots, you have opened my eyes here. I have to let them be who they're going to be because they're going to be that person or they're going to resent me later in life when they turn out to be, I don't know, someone I want them to be, you know, like uh, Michael J. Fox. There's only one Michael J. Fox and one day he'll be gone. And that's, I have to make peace with that. Okay. I thought you were saying you didn't want them to turn into Michael J. Fox. I desperately do. Jeremy, I want to be Michael J. Fox because he is diminutive. He's five foot three on his okay. best day with a bouffant. That is his best day. He's not going to get tall. And I thought, lean into this. My little teen wolf, you know, I've yeah. watched him watch all the movies and all the things and the charm. The reality is, who knows? Isn't that a movie about beating the odds? Oh, he yeah. Stacked against that yeah. young man wolf. And he rose to the occasion. And in the end, you know, uh, I don't know if you know this about me, but I love Teen Wolf so much that I know the music. And that's my favorite montage of any kind of end of a movie and because it tells you exactly what's going to happen do you know that song i'm going to sing again and please forgive oh please do please sing it you know mick a 40 year old high school basketball player so much body hair he's playing he's pissed because teen wolf slept with his girlfriend you got chubs on the other hand he's all sweaty it looked like somebody dumped a whole bucket of water on every one of these players they're sweating big time and it's like is this insurmountable the score difference right big difference in score okay when you say score do you mean points points big points difference wait in the game in the basketball game that they're playing but not even close okay oh like i'm seeing it again yeah i apologize i only clarified because i was thinking of the michael j fox film light of day which is about addiction featuring joan jett of the runaways the song from that one is just around the corner from the light of day yeah but that's not the song i'm talking about right now the song i'm talking about right now is the they're playing basketball score very mismatched the scores are not even close to being even it seems like you know teen wolf's team's gonna lose he comes in he won't change into the wolf and everybody's like where's the wolf styles is like where's the wolf scott we want the wolf they start playing as a team for the first time the whole season and the song that's playing is this ready win in the end i'm gonna win in the end and that's the real song 
And I love when a song tells you exactly what's about to happen in the movie you're watching. I, I, uh, I don't know if everyone knows this. Uh, that's listening because I don't think we've ever said it out loud, Megs, but Megs used to work at a blockbuster. She used to be a manager at a blockbuster. So if you're feeling low because you don't know a lot about all these movie facts and all that, just remember, Megs used to run a blockbuster and for a long time, if I remember correctly the story, no one else was working there and you were the only one. I got to pick whatever movie I wanted to play on the screens. And you want to know something? One more fun fact about Teen Wolf the movie. At the very end, after they win, Scott looks, his dad's in the, in the background, right? Boof is in the background behind the dad. She's like six, maybe seven bleaches up above the dad, okay? He goes walking towards her. There's a shot of Scott's dad, and there's a shot of Boof, and there is a man with his full penis out. And you guys think I'm kidding? It's real. Look it up. Anybody who wants to, email me. I'll send you a clip of the man with his full penis just out. You can see it in the shot. And I don't know what happened to make that pervert. The, the thing is, there's kids there. And even though those basketball actors were like 40, there's in, in theory, it's a high school. And that man shouldn't probably be allowed within 500 feet. I just think, too, like, I'm sorry, but if you're in a gymnasium, we don't need to see your penis out. No. It shouldn't be out. No. Never. No. Give me one example of a time we should see a penis in a high school gymnasium or a middle school or elementary school. We right, right. Oh, I got one. Oh. Sex positive stuff. Oh, like a lesson. Yeah. Like an, a sex assembly, like a, a, like a school assembly type of thing. Yeah, but you make it something, you don't make it sexy because that's what we're afraid of, right? The kids will be like, oh, I'm torn on, I'm going to do all this stuff. Make it something horrible. Make it mm. someone really... I want to say sick because that seems mean but just not a good example of a penis but then we all see we're like what's the big deal yeah you know what that also does for kids normalizes bad penises oh yeah because you're gonna come across more that are not so visually appealing as those or at least in my experience you know i've seen a lot that i've been like what is that is that okay are you feeling all right? And he's fine. But I, you know, by the looks of it, I would have been like, oh, golly. You can't say, you know, you can't be like, oh, that didn't look right. But I think well, there was one time on my face, he could see that I was concerned about him. Yeah. What do you do in that situation? Do you say like, hey, like in my case, it's like, hey, I, I don't want to name name. I almost named a name. But you lilting to the starboard, you know, like, hey, yeah. you're going right on that. And yeah. it's supposed to be, as far as I know, straight. We're going to hit know, rocks. It's... Keep going this way. We're going to hit yeah. rock. Yeah. Straight it out. Yeah. Right the ship, buddy, because mm -hmm. I'm not built like that. Can you imagine seeing a crooked vagina? There must be one. There probably is. God bless. If you are listening to this and you have a crooked vagina, just know that that's okay because you yeah. should see some of the penises. We love you. We'll, we would love to talk to you about it. You know, you know, there's a lid for every pot. You have a crooked vagina and you're looking for somebody who's got a dead man's curved penis find that person. Or maybe you're looking for someone with another crooked vagina. You might be someone with a vagina who doesn't want to be with someone who has a penis. You might want to be with someone who has a vagina. You could make patterns with like the different ways they curve or something. Like when elephants paint. Explain. What do you, yeah. It's like when you put, I saw this on 60 Minutes, when you put a paintbrush in an elephant's trunk and they paint. Maybe it's like when you've got two vaginas, one of them's crooked or whatever. Yeah. What if, what if you sat in some paint, you both sat in paint yeah. and you use that as your instrument. Now, I may have just divulged something about my own vagina that I think that it has the dexterity or the longevity to paint. You know what? I'm just going to step away from what I said because I feel a little bit vulnerable. I need you to bring it back. I need you to back the truck up because I want you to, A, vaginally be proud. 
this is a proud podcast, okay? We keep saying this, whatever your gender pronouns are, whatever you want to be, whatever you feel inside, we support. So why would a crooked vagina be any different? Why would your artistic seeming vagina be any different? By the way, if you heard crooked and you thought we were talking about Hillary Clinton, see yourself out of this podcast. Get out of the podcast. I just, I don't want that here either. If you heard crooked and you thought crooked Dems, you know what? Take a hard look in the mirror and a hard look at the internet. Read a book. Get back to us. You know what? And I'm going to take your advice, ladies, because you know what? There shouldn't be any shame around my vagina. And there's no shame around me thinking about an elephant with its trunk holding a paintbrush and equating that to someone painting with with their labia. So what? Who cares? That is... I bet that's already out there. It's hanging up somewhere. So not only is it somewhere... It's, it's prominent. I went to, uh, I was in, I believe, St. Louis, and I, I went to the museum, and I saw a Renoir. Uh, oh, yeah. You know, that was, freak who was obsessed with little girls, right, ballerinas? Is that the right one? I think so. They, they all have such crazy paint. Oh, like, it's like the more you know, the more you don't want to know sometimes about those artists. They're all dirty. It's a, it's a bronze or something statue. Yeah. With the ribbons real in her hair. And he used to wait for her outside of uh, rehearsals. And I'm like, you sick son of a bitch. He is this freak. And I mean it. If you think this podcast supports pedophilia, if you think this podcast supports the behavior of Renoir, see yourself out. That freak is allowed to have his stuff prominently displayed. I take it back what I said because I feel very empowered by this chat. And that's part of what I have to say to both of you. Meeting the both of you's has helped me so much. And you know what? I have to tell you, Toots, and this is so true of you too. Doing this podcast and celebrating the aunt and all of us truly makes my life better. And I hope that we are empowering and lifting up other people who are aunts and and saying, you know what? You're okay. You're okay. Aunts need to know that you're okay. I couldn't agree more. My heart is full. You two are something special. And the thing is, if this is what it's going to be all the time, then count me in. How lucky are we that we can say, yeah, okay, my vagina might be different than your vagina. I Let's hope so. God it is. They're all beautiful. They're all different. Big fingerprints. Yeah. And if you're listening to this and you're thinking to yourself, oh, yeah, the cops have a more nuanced opinion about law enforcement because it is a complicated issue and if you think this podcast doesn't stand with black lives matter you've you've thunk wrong you've met the wrong ants in your life i'll tell you right now and if this podcast reaches one ant who needs to hear this ants need black lives matter and black lives matter needs ants if you need an ant i'm proud to be your aunt. i'm i will be anyone's aunt who's a good person okay i will be the aunt of the of every niece or nephew or gender neutral or gender non-conforming or non-binary i'll be anyone's aunt who needs an aunt because who doesn't need i'll tell you what i go to the gym i spend a lot of time on shoulder press you know why why these shoulders are here for you i thought those were shoulder pads the whole time did you really i i just thought you had a lot of pads in all your clothes and now that i know that that's not that's impressive because they are closer to your ears yeah than mine are for sure but a lot of that's tension they just go right up there Hey, I got to say also to Toots, you brought this out of us this week. You really brought this side of us out. And, you know, I will say I can only speak for myself, not Megs. 
but I will tell you this, you know, I, I tend to get clammed up a little bit about really important stuff like this. And you are the kind of person, when we met your marshals, again, going back to that moment, I have to tell you, the strength with which you grab that towel is the strength with which you walk on this earth and you empower and, and lift up the people in your life. And I know Mags feels the same way. Go ahead, speak for me. Speak for me whenever you want. Thank you so much. We feel like you are one of the strongest ants and you really walk the walk. And we just, uh, I know we both feel just so blessed to have you in our corner as a fellow ant. All right, I'm going to say this loud and clear. All right, thank you. Thank you so much for those kind words. But I have to tell you, you are already those strong people. You, you already were doing that work. I mean, you were pulling just as hard as I was on that gall dang towel, but you weren't pulling for yourself. You were pulling for everyone you love. And then when you saw that I had the other side, you let go to let me have it. And I let go to let you have it. And we, we knew right there, like we were, we were creating a hammock. You know what I mean? Like we were the two posts on the piece of fabric and we were going to carry everyone else, let everyone rest on that fabric between us and, and have a fun day at the beach. Cause that's what we're here for. We're here to support each other and others each other's does that count as a portmanteau i combine them each other and others i don't know what a portmanteau is is that a door hat a door coat it's where you take two words mm-hmm. and uh, they become one word when you put them together like benefa froger funkel funt funt now funt is we i don't know if we told you this uh so it's funt is the i answer to funkel it's fun ant it's a funt funt i think that's fun now, let me say this. When you two both almost lady in the tramp that towel, I wasn't there. I wish I had been more than anything to witness that because I really feel like you two did something that like some sort of, uh, what's the word, platonic sparks flew. Sounds like, and I missed it. Um, and I'm going to regret it every day for the rest of my life. But the thing is that I've come away with is knowing that you two... Knowing that you two had in your hands, almost each other's hands, and then you both so willingly let go of the towel. That's beautiful. That's magic. And that's ants. That's ants. That's ants. Well, I, I, I gotta say, this was a true pleasure and a gift. Ant Toots, what a, what a, what a gift uh, you are. And uh, your nieces and nephews are lucky to have you in their life. We're lucky to have you in our lives. I'm lucky to have them. I'm lucky to have you. You know what I mean? Like, just thank you so much. Thank you so much. This has been a real treat. Uh, uh, Got to tell you, uh, uh, this is uh, you're our first guest, and uh, I almost feel sorry for anyone else who comes. Oh, on. now stop! Oh God, come on now, stop it! No, every every other one who's gonna come on here is gonna bring the party, just like I did. You know, we all like to party together. Then we all like to, you know, have some real time too. You brought the party. You brought the hot. You brought the friendship, and we cannot thank you enough. But we're gonna try. Thank you so much. Thank you, Toots. Just right, right back at you both with a full heart. I say it with a full heart, right back at you both. Clear eyes, full ants, can't lose. Can't lose. Absolutely. No. And uh, this week's mantra uh, is when you are going to give advice, never start with, well, if you ask me, because they never will. That is so true. So for me, Aunt Pat. And for me, Auntie Mags. And from our beautiful guest, Aunt Toots. <laughs> thank you so much for tuning in to those who ain't. We'll see you the next time. Love you, toots. Love you, toots. Love you both. Love you, Pat. Love you, Megs. Love you both.
Hey, thank you for listening to Those Who Ant, a Baby Makers podcast, starring Colleen Doyle as your Aunt Pat and Dana Carcioli as your Auntie Mags. If you liked this podcast, please rate and review us. And if you didn't, do us a favor and pipe down about it. Our theme song was performed by Powerhouse Duo and Music and Love, The Cues. You can follow them at The Cues Music on Instagram. Joining us this week as Aunt Toots Up a Doll is Rebecca Hansen. You might know Rebecca as Pearl Forrester's clone, Cynthia, the voice of GPC and a writer on Mystery Science Theater 3000 on Netflix. Follow those who ant on Instagram and Twitter, and if you have any questions for the ants, email us at thosewhoant at gmail.com. We'll see you next week. Everyone wear a mask, stay safe, and call your ants.